Bang. All right. And we on. And I wanted to start it off with uh, this nifty little tune that uh, all real heads are familiar with. Yeah. Only way it gotta be. And um, niggas too. Who, what, where, where? I don't understand. Word. I got my click ready, ready for hand to hand combo. Rest in peace to the great prodigy, man. Yes, sir, Albert Jones. Welcome to the Don't Ever Think It podcast with your host, my uncle, Dominican Johnny. Yeah. This is how you can tell. This is how you can tell he didn't give a fuck. He just said face off, rhymed it three times, and didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best beats are the most simplistic, boy. Yeah. a paper cup from the lunchroom and I flipped it upside down said, this is half of my beat beat and just tapped it on the table. Yeah, that just like that. Yeah, yeah, listen to the the snare. That's what you talking about. Uh, it's just like yeah. an echoed snare. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And anyway. dope, though. I mean, it works. Hell yeah! Shout out, yeah, shout out to Havoc. Havoc don't he don't he's never really mentioned in like top producers, but he should be. No, he is. But this, that I think that average. I feel like there's a lot of people who just think he was a rapper. Didn't know like he made the fucking beat. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you was in the know, you was in the know because that was the the era of opening the tape case and reading who produced what. Oh right. man, it was nothing there's, like there's that. Huge, there's a huge, you know, obviously there's a huge part of of hip hop fandom that that does that, but there's I'm just, I think there was a, a big part of fans that just fucking rocked with what was on and was hip hop fans, but not on that level where they cared about who made the beat. And I feel like that's uh, yeah, yeah. the way now. Like there's there's people who can tell you. You know everything that's hot, but they don't know who they don't die. Right. Hmm. That's that's yeah. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Okay. I, I'm rolling with that one, Vinny. I'm rolling with this one. With that one. Um, we was talking right before this, and we was just uh telling Bruce, um, he's never seen Game of Thrones ever, and ever uh, not a single frame. Yes. So. Oh, uh, the same way he was talking to me um, two weeks ago, on well, two episodes ago, saying that like he wishes that he he would love to see how what it was like for me being my first time in Harrisburg, going to City Island, and he and like just to experience it for the first time. He's never seen Game of Thrones, so I would love to just like binge watch it with him just to see like, oh, this is coming. Out. I want to see his face, like just to see the shit that you're gonna see on there, man. Yeah, trust me. But I'm surprised, though, after all this time, even when it was over, like how nobody's ever beat it in your head to keep like to actually binge and sit and watch it yet. Well, my night, my niece, uh, Kaya, she kept trying to get me to get into it. Mm. But sometimes, sometimes, depending on who it is, mm. and this is not a knock against my niece, but sometimes depending who it is, if they keep telling me, it kind of stares me away from it. Yeah, the dick because, riding phase, the dick riding phase, because they. Is. Yeah, because they like a lot of stuff that I'm like, eh, it really ain't my thing. So if they're really hyped about something or if they just keep shoving it to me, I kind of turn off a little bit. That's and, how I and, feel about albums. And I'm like that with, with uh, singles. 
Like if I get an album and it's banging and I'll be banging like when uh, Niggas in Paris came out, mm-hmm. everybody hated it. Nobody liked it but me. Mm-hmm. But then when it was a single and everybody was rocking with it and I could I just couldn't listen to it anymore. Maybe I'm just a snob in that. No, nah, nah, I used to. Me and Vinny was just track. like that the same way. Trust me. The whole our favorite track on albums didn't get singles because they get played out. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Absolutely. so so we had a trinity in that then. Hence, I hate I hate that. Hence why I don't really like "Juicy" all that much by Biggie. That's why I don't really like. I don't help hold that song up like everybody else does. I'm like, all right, that's the played out record. I'm sick of doing seeing the video with dude getting mad and doing the squirrel into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and you know exactly what I was talking about, right? Yep, as soon as exactly. I said it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I don't know. That one threw me off. The only, the only, I don't know. The only rap crew I think were these niggas, though. Because Survival of the Fittest, I didn't give a fuck how many times I heard it. I love that shit. And do you know mm-hmm. how bad I wanted that long three quarter trench camo with a bulletproof vest under it? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yo, those. I always outfits. thought that was hot. I was like, that gotta be hot. You gotta yeah. be on fire in that. And then you, and then when you think to the fact that they were 19 years old, yeah, with that well, deep of a like, I got his audio book. I got Prodigy's audio book, and I was listening to it while I was working. Mm. And he said that. Excuse me. <laughs> he said why they were, why they were did their first album and didn't really do anything. He said Nas came out with Illmatic. And that's when he realized, oh, we really got to step it up. And we got to start mm. doing this for real. So, mm. yeah, when the Infamous came on the scene, Mob, Mob Deep I was late to. Because everybody was all over Shook Ones, and I wanted nothing to do with it. Got you. And now, Mob Deep is in my top five just crews of all time. Absolutely. If we want to say bands. Or groups where a producer and an MC, yeah. They they're yeah. they're in that same vein with Gangstar, P Rock, and CL Smooth. Uh, yeah. Who else? What? Uh, I don't know. I guess you could say Lord for now. Nah, Lord Finesse was a one man band. Diamond D was a one man band. Showbiz and AG. Showbiz and AG. Yep. Yeah. Or you could even say well, NWA was a bunch of them. And the roots. Kind of say Outkast too, because Outkast would. Yeah. They I they made their own beat kind of sometimes. Too. Yeah. Well, the first album was Dungeon Family. The second album, though, they did AT Aliens. I think they did say now. Nah, yeah, they was like Earth Tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, I missed that. Ninety six might have been it, bro. I know you said you didn't like Muddy Waters, but I didn't 96. know. No, it's not like I didn't like it. I just never heard it. Yo, I didn't get around to hearing it by that time. I was, I was on to. I don't know. I think I was on the Biggie. The, the Wu Tang took over, and once Wu Tang took over, I mean, who the fuck could dispute that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, think about yeah. it. Everybody at that time, it was like, who's the best? And it was like Biggie or Ray as far as East Coast. But then, Vinny, you know, the lunchroom was divided. Everybody was Pac. <laughs> the, the, That's crazy. It was. The lunchroom was divided, but everybody everybody loved Method Man, though. That was mm-hmm. the most loved dude, period. Right, Vin? Wu in general. There was, That's what could, I'm saying. Yeah. You not somebody to say anything negative about the Wu. True. But at the same time, it was so many of them it was too hard to really single somebody out. So when it came to like, who was the best, it was like, you know, Biggie, Nas, and Pop. And it was usually a debate between them three, more so Biggie and, and Pop because of the beef made it, the focus come down to more between them because of how much attention each of them got. See, And I feel like mm-hmm. it was, it was a really bizarre time because it, w- it was, 
a time where we didn't have that connection to social media and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So like you heard basically your opinions on stuff was kind of based around kind of magazines and word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know, but you didn't know, but what details they wanted you to know. And I mean, they really had regular cats, like picking sides, like, yeah. <laughs> like they were family members of Biggie or pot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you yeah, had, you really had people kind of opinions on, music in general shape over a beef that's why it's yeah. so funny to me when you get like uh drake and Meek mill rhyming about <laughs> and shit and it's like <laughs> we grew up where they were really shooting each other and nowadays people like the biggest beefs are over like oh you didn't retweet my album launch you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so a slightly that's different take to that like, what i have a slightly different take but i want you to finish go ahead it's, it's interesting like to me it's like I feel like it was more authentic and raw and like interesting in the time we grew up in but then again nobody wants to see somebody fucking shout out on some beef I'd rather it be fake and you know yeah. and, and just or you know keep it on wax orchestrated, air quotes right orchestrated or uh, like competitive without being you know taking it to the streets and shit like that so it's, it's kind of silly and you know you know frivolous as the shit is nowadays all and where it seems almost all like orchestrated and staged and ridiculous it's, a rollout yeah it's at least it's, it's, at, least, safe. at least it's safer and nobody wants to see people legitimately hurt over this, over that shit but man it was such a fucking time to be alive back when yeah, yeah. these rappers were almost like like actual fucking soldiers in a war it was fucking bizarre can you imagine if tupac had a twitter. youtube or twitter oh my oh, goodness jesus christ there we would, wouldn't be able to get him to shut up that's a whole episode in itself trump on twitter pop could have been worse than trump on twitter he's been oh like, yeah fucking, oh my god on it sad you could wake up in the morning with like 20 tweets from pop <laughs> on your fucking you know heart. who he would be though you know who he would be the equivalent of and and i, t- I said this to bruce i think last episode he'd be the equivalent of what soldier boy is on twitter right now Anytime yeah. somebody says something about Soldier Boy, fuck you, nigga. Yeah. Every single clip he has just wrote, fuck you, nigga. Yeah. Fuck, nigga. Ugh, I fuck you up. Yep. Yeah. That would be, that would be. Like, think about how iconic and, and memorable every interview he ever did was. Imagine if he didn't need an outlet. He, he was yeah. his own outlet. Imagine if he could just post his own videos and post them. He would be, he would be, and think about how basically his work ethic for everything that he did so yeah he constantly communicating yeah oh man this that would and it would have been amazing yes but i have a slightly different take on at that time vin rock because at that time too like yes everybody was saying kind of like the biggie and Pac thing we didn't know how how serious it was until we would go home and watch mtv news and be like oh a fight broke out on the montel williams video shoot over east west <laughs> and da 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 but to me, though, you always say, like, uh, you said Big Pac and Nas. And, and that, when it came to around that time, me, well, this is just me personally, but I thought Nas was up here. He was the ceiling. He was the Empire State Building looking down at the two Twin Towers, like the two Biggie and Pac going at it. To me, to me, he was that, like, lyrically superior than both of them combined. In my, like, to me, like, to me, Nas was God. And then they're just the mere mortals fighting down there like for the lyrical thing like even though Biggie mm-hmm. did take his shot at Nas and then Nas took the shot at him like I take the so-called yeah. crown off the king of the town and lock it down the so-called king like 
You know what I yeah. mean? They was but going I at like, it. I don't feel like Nas uh, had a, uh, a his hands on on the masses the way that Biggie and Pop did. Nah, he at that had, point, no, he was just the best lyricist. But Biggie, right. I don't even think Biggie yeah. had it. I think Pop Biggie, brought him think, to that. I think Biggie, I think Nas had like the that god level respect from hip hop fans. But yes. Biggie, mm-hmm. the he had his hooks and the art, like he was the the king. But yes. you know what I mean, like, popularity had, wise and everything. Yeah, Puffy popularity. backing him up. Yes, he was the he, he like marketed but, better. You're right. But like this, he had the women too. Yeah, like he had both. He had he had people who just kind of listened to music. He had people who was hardcore into it. He 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 just he checked all the boxes of what you wanted from a rapper at the time. Whereas Nas, he he didn't have the he wasn't the household name. Like I feel like up until he dropped "If I Rule the World," though, then that squashed it. Exactly. Think about it. That was right when we was graduating. Everybody was pulling up to the prom, bumping that. (laughs) If I Rule the World was his. Breakout. So it took till his second album to get whereas to Biggie get the worldwide. First, you're right. Whereas Biggie's first single did it. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Because yeah, because at that time Nas was just had the streets in New York, most of the East Coast, but Biggie had everything. And then when Nas dropped, if I rule the world, then he had it all. Juicy, Juicy, like, I mean, Juicy was a, a atom bomb. Yeah, and it, it, it hit at the right time, too. I remember it hitting, like, I think it came out, like, like early April or May or something. It was, like, right before school was getting out. Yes. Yep. And it was just that feel-good time, and it, it yeah, it, it did. And then and then if you didn't like that, you always had Unbelievable on that B-side, boy. That was oh it for me, God. Man. Oh, then, my and then God. Look what, and then look what he, like, all right, so Nas, Nas followed up, um... Like he followed up, uh, what's my call it? The world is yours, and 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 it ain't hard to tell. And like those were all like more like street, like God yeah. level. But Biggie followed up his shit with like fucking Big Papa and One More Chance, and like these were crossover hits. Like girls love, yeah. yeah. So it was he just had such a bigger like grasp on like that crossover. Like his crossover fucking influence was just unbelievable because mm-hmm. when you think about it, all of his yeah. crossover hits were still like gangster records and was, Biggie was the he had Puffy nah he was the 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 villain's champ like when he came out said fat black and ugly right. however you know what I mean yeah. like he he like, was he for did all that, the, the low he dudes he did that M shit where it's like I'm gonna say all the shit about me that you wanna yes. say now you don't yes. have nothing to say Exactly. That's what I was trying to get across. See, Vinny, yo, I just need to shut yeah. up and just let the bull speak. <laughs> See, I, yeah, I he had the whole thing, but you got to thank God for Puffy for that one because he didn't want to do Juicy at all. You know that, right? Yeah, he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do Big Papa either. Nope. He didn't want to do none of that shit. He wanted to be damn near a hardcore rapper. And he wanted to keep screaming. Yes. and then I was a terrorist at the public school era. Thank you. Voice, voice. Here we go. Back to the voice thing. Yeah. Always. I, I, that's why I always say if I ever talk to Puffy, I just want to ask him that simple question. Be like, look, when Viggy's vocal tone changed to just more the one, the one level, was that you yeah. telling him that? Or did you tell him, yo, stop with the screaming shit. Just kick with I'm the I'm sure food. he did. You know what I mean? I always noticed that too, man. Because Give Me the Loot was loud as shit. 
Yeah. And I bust my cat, motherfuckers take dirt naps. I'm all, and that's when, yeah, that um, was, but then when he was like, your rain on the top was short like leprechauns. Yes. I was like, oh, that's, yes. that was the tone right there. Yep. And that was going and at Nas. And Nas was my guy, and he was going at Nas, but I was yeah. still like, oh. He went at Nas and J-Ru. The, uh, yeah, the, I heard the, about that. The son, I'm surprised you run with them. Was yeah. Going, was him saying it to Premier, who produced the song. Yeah. And saying, like, why you yeah. run with them? Because they had just got into a little squabble with J-Ru. And he was a J-Ru fan, he said. Yeah, he was a fan of Boot Camp. He was a fan of Boot Camp. That's why he didn't understand when that video came out. And they like, you know, they had like the fake Biggie on stage and they ripped him off the stage and shit. I was like, where'd that come from? I think a lot of people were jealous of Biggie, man. Because Biggie came out and he, he had all, he had every single corner of the market on lock. He had the girls on lock. Yep. He had the thugs on lock. He had the hip hop heads on lock. He had everything on lock all at one time. Thank God for Puffy. That's I and I think that's it. why Pac mm-hmm. was mad too. Yeah. Whereas, being real. And whereas Pac was a punches and bunches artist. Yeah. Mm, um, okay. Th- this is where our East Coast bias sets in because from what I'm hearing on the West, he was God. Biggie who? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, nah, my, my family on the Pac, West Coast is more Biggie fans than than man, Pac, and that was that was surprising. Tell there's certain parts of that Jersey, was surprising to me. There's certain parts of Jersey they'll fight you for Pac right now. <laughs> like they will fight you for Word. Pac. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just uh, maybe because of Tretch, and that was his man. You know what I mean? I don't know why, but there's certain parts of Jersey that they died by Pac, and they were like blood. Oh yeah, well before. he was a good dude though. Like underneath all that nonsense. He was a solid dude. Yeah. Like, like Pog was a good, and I think, um, you know, the whoever, big brother, whatever you want to call him, they was probably happy to see him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about money. Talk about Biggie. Because when, when he was on his Black Panther shit, when he was talking about bringing us together and about the money game, oh, mm-hmm. I, know, I know they wanted to get him out of there. Yeah, when yeah. he was going to form One Nation. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, I know they were like, "All right, we got to get him off the streets," and they tried a couple times and succeeded. At the end, yeah, but at the end though, and his last one, yeah, that was though that was you trying to be on some L.A. shit, trying to be an L.A. gangbanger, and that didn't work out. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. That is one thing you cannot do. I do not. I will never, ever, ever disrespect gang culture like that. Even though I, at at one point when I was younger, I was like, that was kind of corny. But then when you think about their culture out there and then the more and more you see it or if you research it a little bit, it's, that yeah. shit goes deep. I don't even think they could end it if they wanted to. I, I want to ask you a so question. Ingrained. Go ahead. Because you brought up the woo. You know, uh, let's not get away from how dominant the woo was at that time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask both of you brothers right here. At this moment, with all everything we've seen and heard, who is your favorite Wu member? And you can't say and you can't say Ray and Ghost as a tandem, right? You can't nah, say them as can't. one. Nope, it got to be one or the other. The favorite member necessarily can, can it can conflict with favorite album, correct? Yeah, can it? Yeah, I mean, it has to. In my my in my opinion, I feel like because my favorite. I don't know if I can say my favorite album is my favorite rapper, but I probably got to go with 
Ghostface for his, <laughs> his resume. Ghostface's resume is, is yeah. He he stood the test of time, whereas everybody, nobody else really has, except for maybe. Nah, nobody's resume exactly. Really <laughs> nah, and he was but, even sick at one time. I didn't even know that. But he still is kind of. But I mean, like it, you can't. I mean, I can't argue with virtually, you know, any of the other four or five that would be thrown out there, from dirty to to Ray to Meth to really dirty. I mean, like that. And thirty six. I mean, I, I played that shit to death. And of yeah, course, did. Because yes, my did. favorite. Because my favorite <laughs> shit was. Uh, I mean, like Liquid Swords was my shit, and I'm such oh. a martial arts film fan. So I, I mean. Shit, that's the Shogun Assassin soundbite mm-hmm. off of that shit is mm-hmm. so iconic to me, and that's like one of my top five movies of all time. And I found that movie through that fucking album. I found so much of martial arts through Wu Tang in general. That's so, true. We need to give them their flowers for that. You know what I mean? Like they put, you know, a lot of people just knew martial arts is just Bruce Lee and some other shit that they might have never even seen or heard of, but just know, you know, that there was, you know, other shit out there, but not really put on to it and, and RZA brought, made it like part of the culture yeah yeah uh, but yeah like probably it has to be Ghost but I mean obviously you know there's every, every one of them has had moments where that they've shined the brightest mm-hmm. to a certain extent yeah I, I wouldn't say I would never put Master Killer way up there or you God I would say yeah yeah I would I would for you Master Killer, yo. I, oh my Good for you. Every time Master Killer spoke. The truck renders helpless and something that shatters Yeah, it me. just. <laughs> yeah, he's up there. Shut for no pay. It's assassination day of my, my enemies like Clay. Yeah. I, I tell you, he's my most underrated after giving you my favorite. And my, I feel like my most underrated Wu Tang rapper is Brother. I feel like almost nobody yeah. ever gives. Uh, he's ill. Like, Brother. His flow is just so incredible. Yeah, and I feel like mm-hmm. people are just like, oh, here's RZA's part. Like, of course you got that. <laughs> I one. think you know like, what I think it is though. It's like people treat RZA like they. That's crazy. Like they just like Kanye. Like they, they oh, we they just want me for my beat. It's, it's the like, lisp. It's the lisp. rapper. It's the lisp. That's all. That's it what is. made him dope though. Never That's what made him stand out. Yes. But the lisp, I can understand like how you're taking all these hardcore MCs, and then here comes a rapper with a lisp, and in the middle of all these fucking titans. But what he's saying is dope. But what he says is uh, insane. Yeah, I mean, the are... Bobby Digital album. His spin-off, I love that album, yo. That album. Man, the unspoken word is my favorite joint on there. <laughs> yeah, making all them digital sounds. Like, <laughs> The unofficial Wu Tang album, Grave Diggers, is a fucking masterpiece. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, let me see. You coming around to me? Fuck. I would say Ghostface for discography alone, because he's like you said, he's lasted the test of time. And if you had to go on a desert island and just pick one Wu member's albums disc, uh, discography to oh, survive yeah. with, Ghost hands oh, down yeah. by landslide. Second runner up though, I would say RZA. Because Raekwon in between Cubalink 1 and Cubalink 2, that immobilarity and all those other ones, they didn't do it. They're forgettable. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The third one after immobilarity, I, I don't even remember the name. I just remember he had a white Benz. 
<laughs> in the one video. That was it. You know what I mean? Was that Lex Lex Diamonds the or Lex something? Lex Diamonds something, yes. You, the, the other thing he did, well, the one joint he did, the soundtrack to uh, Black and White, that, that one was good. That was a dope one. But, yeah, like between Cuba Link 1 and Cuba Link 2, he doesn't really have many solid joints in it because the only thing I remember is Live from New York. That was the single for Immobilarity, and that was that was it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I would say Ghost because, I mean, Ghost made one of the first songs that make you, like, sad and want to cry was when you heard All I Got Is You. Yeah. I had I had dudes with muscles out the head, son. Yo. He was crying, son. Yeah. And then I <laughs> Yo, knew, I love Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was a problem, too. Remember, he got Rhyme of the Year for Impossible. Yeah, was maybe one of my favorite songs. That, yeah, yes. his his yeah his ambulance, Cheney, been shot. His verse is crazy. Fucking hot. Yeah, that verse. Yeah, that verse yeah. should be in a museum somewhere. Plus the blue verse, Officer Loke. He strip searched the guard and gave him back his coat. Bitches yelling, <laughs> Benny Man swung on Helen. Like, mm. come. In he described that cop car. Dirty Tasha telling everybody yo. know Dirty Tasha. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> yes. That's how I got caught in Philly one time slipping and doing something I shouldn't have been doing and got my With nuts dirty all Tasha, touched. See? Got my nuts <laughs> all touched by some cop. Yeah, but it wasn't a Tasha. It was more like a a, a Carmen. <laughs> oh. She was Puerto Rican. But everybody knows oh. And you literally yeah. we were literally driving away from Philly and you literally see her going talking to a police officer pointing at the car. Next thing you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah. But I would say yeah, favorite uh who member yeah, Ghostface just for, I mean, lyrical dexterity, rhymes that you you would get, you would only get them like three years later and she'd be like, oh, that's what he meant. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's what he meant. You know? So I mean? we all stand synonymous then with that. Yeah, with Ghost, yeah. with Ghost. Um, my close would be Jizza, my close second, close, I don't even want to say second. Close would be Jizza and Deck, like. Deck is the open grand opener, and I don't know if we were counting Cabadonna, but every time Cabadonna was on mm-hmm. anything, he killed me. Like he stole the show every single time, yo. Yeah, I remember every time. Village, I was village. just like, like, yo, are y'all hearing this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Winter Wars. Remember, Vinny. All right, Winter Wars came out. Every single kid in the school spent periods trying to memorize that whole verse. And then say yeah. it, re- say it back at lunchtime, right before we'd get on the bus to catch Riverside. You hear everybody trying to say, "Just Man, in case I wish you want to clock me like y'all. Sherry, all y'all crab niggas ain't got to worry." Or my repertoire is USSR. PLO style got thrown out the car and ran over by the Method Man Jeep, and people actually thought that that was a real Jeep. Like, yep. <laughs> Man, I wish I went to school with y'all. We'd had it. Yeah, amazing it was, time. So, it was so John Harris every other day. My whole yes, <laughs> that was John Harris. Yo, kid. Kids in our school would fucking call off if they have some new shit to it. Yo. <laughs> Legit. He's like, not lying. To God. I'm not honest to God. I remember one time <laughs> somebody was like, yo, where was you yesterday? Yo, I had nothing new to wear out. I went to we had to go out to Philly. I'm like, yo. And he yes. was going to joke. It just, that was legit honest. This didn't have no new gear. Yo, was out there having fun, and I was a McDevitt in a shirt and tie. See. Damn shame. It's a travesty. Thanks, mom. Headed for Delaware with one change of gear. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Keep my face on a twenty dollar bill. Yo, cash it in yeah. and get ten dollars back to Fat LP with Cappuccino. The fact that he didn't get a hip hop quotable for that was a travesty. Yo, Cap was Cap is because he still got it. He still got it. 
fork in a row that went straight. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many yeah. quotable. That, hmm. Okay, let me ask you another one. What Wu member lyrics have been sampled the most, like in scratches and stuff like by like a premiere, like a Pete Rock and shit? Ooh. I know who it is, but by landslide, one got it. I'm going to say Raekwon. I hear a lot of Raekwon chopped up a lot of places. Raekwon or Ghost. I hear a lot of Ghost, too. Probably meth, ain't it? Mm-mm. Deck. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Deck, Deck is chopped up a lot. Deck's Triumph Verse alone has been sampled and scratched so many times. But the most... um that should be on the scroll world. behind glass somewhere, too. Exactly. I remember Charlemagne saying he's going to put that whole quotable on his grave. <laughs> <laughs> that's fire. Yo, that's dope. <laughs> That's dope. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, no, but you know what the most sampled record, uh, hip-hop record, like sampled lyrics of it of all time, though, if you want to go all global, all time, uh, Slick Rick Children's Story, most sampled record, period. Really? 172 times, I think. Damn. I wonder what, I wonder if he get a payout for that. I'm sure he does. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. Sure I don't know. Him. I, I don't think I don't Russell, know. I don't think Russell and them stiffed him. And they were his original writings. So if he owns the pub to it, then. See, know. that's the thing. Who owned the pub, though? See? Yeah. See, we didn't know that. We need to talk about that. If we don't talk about that today, we need to table that for another time. Just how many, how many artists from hip hop just got robbed? All of them. But. Yeah, like, sure. we know nothing about publishing and all that. I'm sure most of them, especially from that era, because oh man, nowadays you put it like this. Nowadays it's kind of common knowledge, but people still sign to to jerk yeah. deals. Now, the 360s. Yeah. Now people still sign to jerk deals because they just feel like they got no other you know play. Do y'all so, have yeah. any, Do y'all have any and, take on that? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, what? I, back then, majority of artists got jerked. The first artificial intelligence rapper. Man, look. Uh, <laughs> bro. It's going to get mad. Listen. And I'm, he sounds I'm, just like Takashi. See, I was trying not to screw up my face because you said something, but <laughs> now, bro. I, oh, my God. I actually hear. Oh, I heard, I heard it. I heard a couple of bars. He sounds like it's like they took Takashi's voice the same way they try to market Takashi to the people, like just somebody who's not from the culture saying nigga and gang violence and all yeah. that shit. They did that with a virtual dude. And see, and I don't it, like that. And then I think that there's controversy because wasn't the um, the voice that they used a, a white dude? A white dude was so, writing uh, the rhymes. They got a black dude doing the voice though. It came out today that the, the original dude that did the voice he get, they jerked him. I oh. bet they did. Yeah. That's what you get selling out your culture, motherfucker. They but, have uh, um, <laughs> they have AI that does a uh, popular artist voice already, though, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't Jay Z sue somebody from for using his vocals, or they emulated his vocals somehow? Mm. That wasn't that long ago. Mm. Oh no! I think mm. they was talking about that on a uh, Joe Budden podcast. He's talking about getting us out of here yeah. when the robots take over. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. That was a that was a topic today. I didn't get to the end of it, but yeah, because it's just like pretty soon you're not gonna need, you know, nah. if you could just manufacture a fucking robot to say your shit, and then you don't care what's coming out of it. Like white kids, they're not gonna care as long as it's bop. As long as it's a bop, that's all it is. It's pretty much that way now. Thank really. you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, these young people don't care at Majority all. Majority of these artists are pretty interchangeable. 
very much. So I'd be like, what are they even saying? Same, oh, it's a vibe. Same, drum, a vibe. Tra- same drum tracks in everything. Like, they use literally the same tracks. That's the only part that gets me. It's like, so y'all can't rhyme with nothing other than... Nope. Like, that's the limit. That's it. Really? You know what I mean? It is what it is, man. Nah, um, we can't allow that. Nah, it ain't. Boy, they said he they gave him that $10 million deal and they already dropped him because of all the outrage. A $10 million deal. Where was the money going to? I guess either to the writer and the record company who put it out. Man. Or the company who created the AI, like the company who created the digit, the character and everything. And yeah. But they Man. dropped them already. They dropped them already. So I guess that's a Yo, good that's thing. crazy that you can get like a deal good. and get dropped. That's paper hands. They should have just fucking uh, used that negative publicity to push the album. Yeah. You already yeah. that far in. Just fucking do it once you put the shit out. Uh, somebody's going to listen to it and unironically think it's dope and then it's going to just catch on. Somebody's going to do it for real. Yeah. I don't want no parts of it. I don't either. I don't either. But <laughs> um, you know, a businessman, and I'm thinking like, oh, let's do this, and then somebody like has something negative to say about it. I'm like, uh, of course they would. But then you know, yeah. like you know, just like anything else that's shady, you already you already shady. Might as well you know be shady all the way. Shit, like it's. I can definitely see that some ridiculous shit like that happen because that's literally what is happening in music now too. It's a, it's a sound copycut based and every fucking thing sounds. Oh yeah. It's just a factory. Yeah. In, in one trap rapper. Oh, he got killed. All right. Bring his, his That's air terrible, quotes, man. bring his air quotes op in and let's promote him. And then let's keep it going. Keep the cycle going. Just one big factory of trap rappers all killing each other. And it ain't probably going to stop until one record execs kid gets shot or something. Then I they'll think these, about it. I need <laughs> these kids to understand that life is precious, man. Hold on, what did you say, Vinny? What? What'd you say, Vinny? These kids taking these songs that are, are like these formulaic, like, you know, carbon copy songs. Algorithmic. Like, right, algorithmic and, and just like, you know, just basically like future F, you know what I mean? That shit. And it's not like, oh, this is just, you know, it, it is just a vibe or whatever. It's just like a niche type of, of, type of sound that I like. I constantly see, like... And I just like check out like different groups and shit like that to see like where your headspace is at, where what what kids are listening to, and just fucking try to keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. And there will be like young young teenagers like arguing like to the death that this like these cats are legendary. Like yeah. I don't understand how you can listen to whatever Nas or Jay, whoever. But, but then you hear like little like NBA young boys, nobody's touching him, and they mean it. They don't mean it like. For now, or like that's their pock. That's right. Like, like, and they meet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's their pock. That's why to them, that's their pock. Cause he's the young rebel, tatted up, don't give a fuck, running from the police, got fed charges, beat the fed charges, and everything. And he's being funded by Universal Records, which I didn't know. And did Bruce, did you notice that the um, the owner of Universal Records is like a Russian oligarch? Uh, no, I didn't know that, but I can believe it. Yeah. So it's like we all being ran by Russians. The king of hip hop is a Russian oligarch. I, I can believe it. <laughs> That's crazy. So the dude that gave Drake his 500 M's. Is, yeah. <laughs> yo, 
Yeah. It's over Here's there your 500 the M's. Why just got in the hood? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's one crazy shit, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know where this music is going at this point. You know? Fucking Freddie Gibbs and Benny are fucking going at each other online. You seen what that this crazy, afternoon? Yo. Yeah. Nah. What, do, what are they doing now? Benny posted a video of mm-hmm. Freddie going out, laid out, and he just like, oh, I just tossed my jewelry. And then, I mean, and people recognize that it was Freddie's jewelry that he had snatched or whatever. Uh, it was like a little ESGN chain that he took from, I guess, his girl. Yeah. Yeah, and then he was all like, uh, then Freddie responded, because, you know, Freddie's the goofy motherfucker, the funny one. So he yeah, was all he ain't like, letting that go. Yeah, he he screenshotted like a um, a Revolt article saying like how Benny was saying that his foot don't work because he got shot in his foot in Houston and shit. So then he did a video Yo. aiming at his feet, and he starts dancing like Crip walking and shit. Like, can you do that, oh bitch? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it, it would be dope dickhead. if they was just... If they was just trolling us and just doing it for entertainment, that yeah. would be cool. But I'm always scared. I'm always like, damn, I hope this don't go too far. And they make good, such good songs together because One Way Flight is my shit. And, yeah. and they were they were hinting at it back then about like a Butcher and the Rabbit album. Yeah, they're supposed album. to do the whole thing. That would have been phenomenal, man, because they make such good songs together. They're on each each other's projects. One, even when Westside has his project, he always has Freddie Gibbs on there once or twice. And shit, and he was yeah. like a perfect match with them. You know what I mean? Right. Yep, he fits right into the sound. Yeah, but like, yeah, hmm? yeah it, it sucks because that's that's like I was talking about earlier. It it feels more, you know, hip hop like way we're used to it. But at the same time, that I want that to be, you know what I mean? The that's not the part that should have, you know, stayed alive. That part could have stayed, you know, that part could have died. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of boom bat, you know. <laughs> yeah, I like that how they're bringing it kind of back, or they stay on their stream. Um, were we talking about this last episode or the episode before, where it was like there's probably a bunch of independent artists making stupid money that we don't even know about? Oh yeah, without a doubt, they go overseas too. Like overseas, they really love like genuine hip hop, man. Man, it's only us over here. I, I feel like the whole game is just like one big. Real Housewives episode. Mm-hmm. Everybody just defending. Oh, he said this, and I'm going him, and it, it's like, yo, just make, just give us solid music. That's all I'm asking for, man. That's it. That's a good point um, about the international thing because Wait, I'll say that too. That the like hip hop has always transcended overseas, like incredibly strong. But I yep. don't know or or think that this, uh, you know, the mumble rap has translated over the same way you know the, the you know typical old school hip-hop has so i don't know if that you know i don't know if like Lil Durk is hot in denmark but i know that when <laughs> i know that every other kind of hip-hop yeah. growing up like i remember i had like we had a foreign exchange student and and mm-hmm. i that kid knew everything that we were listening to, like, and he was like, "It's it's ridiculously huge over there. Everybody listens to it." What was now his I name? Newman. Uh, what was his name? I can't remember his name. I, I blah. But, but it was something I, like that. It was new. It was something with an N. And he was yeah. He was a foreign exchange student, and he looked like he looked like uh he was saying he could dance if you want to. It could yeah, be yeah. your friend. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, you are nuts for that. <laughs> no, no, but he's right though because when he yes. would, uh, he would 
like jumped on a bus with us. Yes, and he knew his shit. Like, like what? Like so you hear record, yo, you hear record scratch. You'd be like, what? And because he would say some shit that you you couldn't just like bullshit your way into. Like he knew his shit. Yeah. Well, he's speaking like broken English. Nah, he, had, he had a semi semi European accent, but nothing like crazy. Yeah, but like, enough that you could tell he wasn't from here, right? But he yes. knew his shit. That's what's up. Yes, yeah, he, that's yeah. what's but, up. But to answer your question, Vinny, though, like how we be thinking that overseas they don't um, know the Dirks and all that. They do, but they have more respect for the DOS. Like I heard DOS effects is like over there doing tours now. Jaber the Damager yep. lives in Germany. Right. Yep. He does his thing out there, still doing parties, and he's like a, a promoter out there, from what I heard. And like they just appreciate every facet of hip hop. Like even I mean, say what you want. Even Takashi Six Nine was just in Turkey, jumping in the crowds and shit like that. Like there, mm-hmm. there's big money over there. That's where I think that's where Freddie Gibbs was at. Just like what three weeks ago. He did a yep. whole leg. He even performed on stage in front of like 160,000 with the gorillas. It was like, That's how the fuck did that kind of collab come up? You know what I mean? That's I was like, dope. holy shnikes, B. That's just That's good, dope. man. Yeah, the beauty of hip hop, man. And that's, and that's what I want to see. I want to see like in other genres, they, um, you know, they salute their elder statesmen. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, there's no reason why KRS-One shouldn't be able to tour the U.S. and sell out every show. I think he does. I don't know if he does, man. Yeah, I'm talking about like a tour tour. We got a t-shirt and you got like everybody know what's happening. And all that. Yeah. But I think he likes being outside the box and he likes being a contrarian to what mainstream hip hop is. Like he's not going to sign the Rock Nation touring and stuff like that. Bye. Good night. That's and a good point. I don't see Karras trying to do Coachella. Yeah, he, he wants to be the contrarian. He wants to be the fully independent. Yeah. My wife runs he, my business. He should though, just to just to like kind of bridge that gap between young and old. I feel like like Coachella. Yeah. The three of us have any of us been to Coachella? Oh no, no. And I've had no desire to go. Who would want to so stand out like, there that long? That's what I'm saying. But if we for, had for like three artists that we like out the whole day. And we had some elder state, more elder statesmen to go out there and do them shows, then they might be able to bring the, the younger fans in. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel talk, like I talked before about how like it's it's a different time now for artists, older hip hop artists because when we were young, we thought there was a feeling because we didn't really have anybody who was O head when we were young because mm-hmm. it's like when you got to your thirties, you just kind of pass the torch and. You didn't yeah. see the curious, you know, Grandmaster Flash, and you didn't see Kumo D and stuff like that. Carry on coming, still popular in the '90s. It was just like then it was Nas, Biggie, et cetera, et cetera. Turn then it was just a whole slew of, of younger cats doing it, and you didn't see the old heads still rocking with them. It was kind of like them just saying, "Yo, these new new kids are dope," like you know, and give them their blessing and shit like that. But mm-hmm. it's like. So it gave us this idea that that was a young that it was a young man's game and that there wasn't really a lane. And then as as we got older, the kind of like the generation from the '90s just didn't hang it up and just was like, "Hold up, I kind of still feel like doing this." And Jay kept making music and has continued to make music. You know, and even Kanye is getting older, and and we're seeing all these artists being 
not just making music in their older age, but being successful at it. So now we're getting to see that there is a lane for, you know, the popular <laughs> artists to continue to make, you know, hip hop into their 40s, 50s, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I can definitely see like a Jay or Nas or M or whatever going on big tours at like mm-hmm. Rolling Stone. What I don't know is these kids now, like, I can't imagine these kids wanting to see, still wanting to see. Lil Durk and uh, you know and Soldier Boy and Future when they're fifty, like we want to see because so much of why they like their music now is because of just getting high and vibe and zoning out yeah. and that's it. So when they don't want to party anymore because they're too old, well they still like they the music. kids. Well they still like the music when because their music the music now is so attached to partying. But when yeah, you it's attached to young party, life. Still like it. Yeah, yeah. That that's a damn good <laughs> man. Vinny be smoking this, yo. Mm-hmm. You got a good. You got a good point because I think like when I listen to, like I think I hear it ain't hard to tell in the background. Yes, you do. When I listen to that now, it's still relevant. It's still, you know, what I mean, like I can put it on and recite the lines, and I don't feel like. Yo, what am I talking about? What are we doing right now? Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like, but, but you don't you don't listen to that and feel like, man, I'm 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 damn near fifty. Why am I listening to this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, now there are some things. Like but when, that. there are some things, and yeah, and there's probably certain songs like that. But I think that the yeah. music that we listen to in general, there was party songs, but nobody was like there was very few party rappers. Yeah. Where like that was well, their, party rappers got clown, didn't they? Exactly. In so that was where the there was the whole MC Hammer, right? Where yeah. the whole thing, because exactly, because look at it. Would we go to a fucking kid and play concert? No, because I was just like, we're not twelve anymore, fourteen anymore. Mm-hmm. It was dope then. I was dope then, but I mean, in a whole, like obviously, dude, like, my way is still fire there's, though. There's, 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 there's mm-hmm. you know, you got that, you know, nostalgia of it. Yes, but I can't. But it's not the same. I can't play concert now. Would would be the same as you know a you know AZ or you know Wu Tang or J Rule. It, it's a different thing. It, it feels yeah. different. If you go to kid play, it'd be like mostly out of nostalgia and, and that feeling. But that would be the reason to go to you know uh, like low baby. In yeah. forty years from now, because it would be like something that you remembered as being fun or whatever when you were younger, as opposed to I don't know. I can't imagine if you're sixteen right now and you're a little baby fan that you will be happy to go see little baby when you're fifty. Mm, I don't know. I think that mm. all depends on the era. Because think about it: there's a millennial tour going on right now with Bow Wow and them. But that was different music, though. That was it still was like R and B kind of right. But then there's poppy. also they did a whole Snap Era tour too, and they're oh part of this God. thing too. They have Trillville on there. There's so many people on there from that era. That was awful, yo. See, to the us, Snap Era was awful, and that's where our East Coast said. snobbiness comes into because oh, there's kids that grew up snob. on it. Yes, ultimate snob like when it comes Vince to the Snap Staples. Era. Bro. All right, Vince Staples as knowledgeable, and you know he gets this hip hop shit from every form or whatever, and he's not just some stupid young kid. Even Vince Staples yeah. would be like, Bow Wow was the man. Say what the fuck you want. The motherfucker been rhyming since he was eight and he's 30. He's the same age as Drake right now. And he's still doing in this hip hop space, whether it's 
doing the millennial a millennial tour. Though. He sells out arenas, though. He's a clown. Let's be real. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a clown. And, you, and every girl, every girl masturbated to him, probably. TMI. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Every girl wanted Bow Wow back in the day. Even Solange, you know what I mean? When she had Solange in the video when she was mad young and the puppy love mm-hmm. video and all that. It's, it, it yeah. just, it just matters for your error. Like, um, like we could respect, like Big Daddy Kane wasn't technically, like I was still too young to understand what he was saying, but we knew the the lean on me and we knew the video and the dances and shit, but mm-hmm. I would go, I go to see him. I went to Atlantic city and saw him rock him EPMD. Uh, who else? G rap. I saw all of them all in God, one big damn. show. It was, it was a, yeah, it was a, like a 90 show and rock him was the headline and he was the boringest one out of all of them. That lineup is gross. What yeah, was that was, when this happened? It was in Atlantic city. This had to have been, let me see. 2014. It was after the throne. 2015 it was me and conrad we went and yeah it was it was yeah it was epmd rock him slick rick sounds like a hell of a show yeah epmd rock him slick rick big daddy kane dana dane uh fuck a couple of epmd it was it was just that era and and everybody in there was 35 and up you know what i mean and we can't relate to kooji rap talking about busting his gun and all that shit but we going for that feeling like, damn, that was the shit. You know how many yeah. fucking MCM suits I saw in that night? How many Kango hats I seen? <laughs> how many Adidas track suits and, and, and fucking dookie ropes? I shit. bet that was, oh, it was that a costume party. Like a damn good time, man. You got damn right, man. We were like oh. fourth row. We were like fourth row. That was that was the time. Um, That's what's up. Damn, we love talking about this hip hop shit, yo. <laughs> I wanted to um and we all we going on fifty minutes already. Um uh, everybody caught up on the, uh, let's, let's, let's nerd it out on some TV show shits real quick. Um, everybody up on She-Hulk? Yeah. Yes. I'm fresh from watching it. Like, well, we just got one episode. Yeah. We get another one at 3 a.m. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm liking it so far, but I got, I got to resort to uh, my counsel. Is that how She-Hulk really became She-Hulk? No. Nah, okay. They switched it and it was a good switch. It was a decent switch. In the comics, she was uh, shot and as from a like one of the, the kingpin dudes. She was and mixed up with, and it was just Bruce there, and uh, Bruce gave her a blood transfusion because there was no other way that he could have got her to the hospital in time. And he knew that there was a risk that she might have died, but she definitely was going to die if he didn't do shit. And uh, because of their DNA structure being similar enough where she was able to also, um, you know, be compatible with the gamma radiation. She became She-Hulk. So okay. <clears throat> it wasn't his cousin. They weren't related. It probably would have killed her, but it was uh, very similar, but different. Yeah. They just did it like, I like, like it. you said before to adjust the times. Yeah. yeah. Go with the times. Okay. They would have that whole storyline and watch she was shot in order to do that. Oh, true, mm-hmm. true. That would have been a too much to explain. And then, yeah. and then, as far as the setting in that, is that yeah. is that post? It's post blip, right? Yeah, post blip. And then they have a different setup because the setup now is what was that ship from? Is it from Sakar? Is it from mm-hmm. you know? You know That's so definitely it, a Sakarian ship. You know what I mean? So it looks like it's me. So and. I like that they didn't even address it yet. Like they'll get to it, but yeah, um, yeah they left it open handed. 
that that we might we've all been looking forward to seeing. So, but yeah, it was it was a, definitely a switch up. But I always say like I don't care if you change the origin if you make it interesting and good. And that was definitely like a perfect example of that. Yeah, very true, very true. I like how he was training. I like the whole training episodes and everything. They picked a good She Hulk. And I like <laughs> who was the girl that busted into the courtroom? Was that a real She Hulk yeah. villain? Yeah, yeah, I forget her name though. Um, what? What is it? Titania. Titania. That's it. She looks just as ridiculous in the comics, at mm-hmm. least if you. And then she had a costume change a couple of different times, and almost every one of the costume changes were still ridiculous because it was like a '90s type character, and and then she got her, a different, a few different iterations of her costume. And I think in the late 2000s, like maybe even. 2010s or something she got more of a subtle costume but she's usually looked goofy in the comics so it was perfect mm-hmm. oh okay okay she she is in line with like when i think of goofy when she popped out i was like oh, okay this is like yeah she's like shatter star yo there's been there's been stories where they try to make her more you know of a threat but she's like a recurring kind of like sometimes it's kind of like how flat, like Suicide Squad has members like Captain Boomerang, who are yeah. most goofy, mm-hmm. but stories more modern, where they try to make him like more deadly, so that way you, you know, kind of recon him and try to make him more cool. But that was yeah. definitely taking a goofy version of one of her villains and throwing it in there to to have somebody who's, you know, makes sense for her to just, you know, one shot. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, and and it, that is a quick, and they're quick, just little half. Little, nah, that was more like an hour episode, right? Uh, it was like it was like forty minutes. Forty minutes, yeah. yeah. I like, and I like that the humor part that they're throwing into it and everything. So it seems I'm glad that they're doing like a fun show and it ain't all like super serious. Can I ask y'all? Do y'all think um, they're gonna have uh, uh, the actual Hulk in it in all the episodes? I'm no. thinking it was just the one. Nah, Hulk is probably that's, that's probably he's one probably one. done. Probably done. That's what I was but thinking. Humor is cool because she did the whole Deadpool break the fourth wall shit way before Deadpool. It, her comic was always always had comedy infused and and like fourth wall shit and like you know self aware making fun of itself and you know that type of thing. And then yeah, she was really talking to us and that. like yeah like turn around looking at us and then when he looked at her he like well hold yeah. on y'all know he's there son like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm liking it it's, it's it's a start to something good and I heard the I am Groot shit came out too. Uh, oh, they're a little short. I didn't peep them yet. Neither did yeah. I. I just noticed it this afternoon when I looked at them. My son said they was dope. Shit. He said they were pretty cool. Okay. For the kids, you know what I mean? He said they yeah. were pretty cool. I hear they, he said there was a lot of Easter eggs in it, so I'm going to check them out. They're kind of short, though. Like, what are your shorts? Yeah, yeah. I know. I think they're they like shorts. five minutes or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Like that. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say I have one question, though, mm-hmm. before we get off this She Hawk thing. Mm-hmm. The only question I have is. They're going to have to. Well, I don't want to say question. I'm just say they're going to have to address Hulk's strength, like the dial, at some point. Because if you can toss a boulder in the space at mock speed, mm-hmm. then you should have been able to put up more of a fight with Thanos. I I just need an explanation. Okay, I need more of an explanation. Vinny, you probably got it. All right, so even within the context of this episode, his his powers was all over the place. He he was he got ran over by a jeep, bro. All right, he was on the jeep, and it, 
sudden, I mean, people are saying, nah, he was pulling his punches because that's his cousin and he didn't know how strong technically she was yet, but it's like, yeah. uh, just the weight of him, the Jeep probably shouldn't have even been able to, you know, barely. Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's where, like a physics thing, even more than a him pulling his punches thing, but that was frustrating and uh, there's a lot of, obviously, and, you know, warranted or not, whatever, girl power in the show is, it's, it's not necessarily just because she's better than him. He's, infinitely stronger than her not infinitely about a hundred times stronger than her in the comics but mm-hmm. in the show they made their strength just a little bit more matched but it's also on, on you know it's unresolved because for the most part he was holding back and he was obviously just trying to teach her and not really go go in on her and the smart version of the Hulk is a, a weaker than um you know than raw dog, raw dog Bruce Banner gamma it, full of gamma because with Hulk is Hulk's love I would no, actually let me go back on that is infinitely strong because there's no power cap for Hulk he could literally yeah. is infinitely powers the strong the matter he gets the stronger he gets that's his thing but um, yeah like his, that power scaling for him is all over the place when it comes to Thanos though in the comics usually Thanos uh, kicks Hulk out it's, it's very <laughs> that is true that is true, but I never liked that either. Very rare that Hulk ever gets the W on Thanos. However, Thanos um, has shit to do, and he's not trying to bang with Hulk for fucking five days in a row because Hulk won't give yeah. up. So he avoids Hulk because he's like, that motherfucker just won't quit. Even if I fucking punch him in the face, he'll, you know what I mean? Like He's he going to come back. This motherfucker, like, he don't quit, so he avoids Hulk. But mm. the... But having that beat down in the beginning of, of Infinity War, a lot of people have like issue with him being punk. Everything after that, you can make that case or whatever. I felt like it made sense to the story because you kind of had to write out Hulk. Otherwise, you wouldn't have had 50 Avengers trying to beat Thanos. You would have had Hulk. Yeah, Versus I feel Thanos like it set the tone. Power, so it made sense. But I always say before Infinity War came out that when we finally see Thanos, the very first thing that they should do is have him you know, kill Hulk and of course like he'd come back or something or Iron Man or kill or destroy or beat up somebody super powerful so that way it's yeah. like, everybody oh, knows the general consensus so that, is this guy ain't fucking around. So unless the audience because he just came up out of nowhere and just like beat up Hawkeye or even Captain America and it'd been like, Oh, he's cool, but so what he'll Captain America will get his W back <laughs> or whatever. When he shows up <laughs> and, and just punk Hulk is like if you don't know anything about Thanos or yeah. You, you, if you don't know anything about Thanos, you know Hulk. So if you see somebody do that to Hulk after watching him just, you know, wreck shop for fucking eight years, you know, four or five years in movies, ten years with count the other versions, you're yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? He just did that to Hulk and he didn't even have all the stones. How the yeah. fuck did he stop him when they get the stones? That was the point of that. Mm. Okay. Okay. There okay. He explained they that. They wanted to set the tone. Time. Yeah. Why? Going up, they you're building your villain. It's like it's kind of like in wrestling. You have a debut. You have to have somebody come out and just squash everybody. So that yeah. way, it's like, oh, you know that now. Okay, this is the next guy. This is the, this is it. He's the one. And so that sets the tone because you did that by sacrificing your strongest character to, you know, yeah. to, so easily. So it, it adds uh, a, a sense of dread. It sets the tone for the whole film, and it mm. ends because. There, there is no like. There, okay, they'll get up. Nah, they don't. They literally <laughs> don't. Like, even it, they, they needed another timeline to get them. 
I remember sitting next to you and you were like, we was in the theater. Vinny was like, they ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do it. He ain't going to snap. Oh, shit, he snapped. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, oh, you was, mean, oh, you mean when you first great. saw, you first saw, uh, yeah, we first War. saw Infinity War. It was, like, they ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do it. It's true. It was a drink. Like, I always, I always wanted to see that story play on screen, but I always knew, oh, they're going to switch it up. They ain't going to have the balls to fucking Empire Strikes Back us. And they did. Did they yes, ever? They did. Absolutely. It um, like, even ended with like, you know, like a, a, a teaser for you know, like, oh, it's gonna be okay here. They that that yeah. kid is crying. It's beautiful. Yep. Remember that? <laughs> remember that kid that was crying? Yeah. His mom was dragging him out. No, boy, was yeah. Shameen cried. cried. Shameen cried. Crying Spider Man. I'm like, that, he was and that, hurt. I did a double take on that because I was like, damn, I'm love. I'm I'm like. Smiling ear to ear because they did one of my favorite stories, and I know he's, everything's going to be okay. But this yeah. little boy just watched Spider-Man die. Nah, he was <laughs> devastated. He was <laughs> devastated. He probably still in counseling over that. <laughs> quick, quick, another quick question: Since we're on, like, kind of like little Easter eggs here and there, or questions about like the certain Marvel joints. Um, yeah, I saw a YouTube video. I stumbled across a YouTube video the other day, and I'm wondering: Was this true that um, in in Love and Thunder? In the Hall of the Gods, when when they were in there and they was trying to tell Hercules, like, "Yo, y'all need to take this shit seriously." Um, Galactus was sitting there. I didn't see it. Did y'all? Oh, no right. way. Okay, because they panned to a certain I, part. It was like, and if you look, look at the purple suit. That's Galactus right there, sitting in one of the chairs. Like when they panned over to like the crowd of all the gods, they're saying that Galactus I, was sitting right there. I'll, I'll uh, look that up to, to. I gotta see it. I'm gonna send you the video uh, clip. I'm gonna put it in the chat. I'll look that up. But I'm gonna say just off off dome. It is probably someone just reaching because Galactus okay. isn't even Galactus isn't a god. He's not even the nah. Okay, okay. I wanted to check. I had to check. With, we, with you we're guys. going to get him. We're going to get him. Just yes, and that is not be how they would nah. tease him. That wouldn't be what something that. I mean, I'm sure it was somebody in purple, and everyone just jumped to conclusions. True, true, true. Y'all remember this? Y'all remember this? Large, extra big? Yep. Sorry, I just had to turn that over for a second just to let y'all vibe out to that. I I stumbled across a joint that said a large professor's top 10 beats, and this is like number three. (laughs) Yeah. Right before this was I'm the man Nas, so I'm assuming one is probably It Ain't Hard to Tell, so... Who knows? Um, what else did I uh, did I want to get to? I, I don't want to cover House of Dragons then, because Lael ain't, ain't ain't. I mean, Lael, because Bruce ain't ain't up on that yet. But is it a prequel? Yes, it's, a prequel. it's 100 in, 172 or sixty two years before yeah, the Game of almost. Thrones that we know now. So if I start watching this, does it? Should I? No, you should I watch, watch it in the order it came in the order yeah. they released? Order release. Okay. Yes. Do that yeah. because then you're going to be all fucked up if you start watching this because the names that they start naming and when they start talking about a certain event that's going to happen, it doesn't even happen in their lifetime. So don't it worry about it. Wow. Okay. It won't, it won't hit like it would hit if you watch. Thank you. Yes. Right so by the time I'm done watching the Game of Thrones in its entirety, this will probably be done and I can just jump right into this. It all, depends, it all depends on when you start because Thrones is very bingeable because it's only like 10 episodes each season. So I'm probably going to start. I'm eight what's today? Thursday. I'm probably going to start tomorrow. Ooh, has the wifey seen it? Nope. 
I was saying before we hit play, I was like, it's based on basically everything that America is built on and any crime that white people do, they do it in this. That's why so many there's incest, there's rape, there's beast, damn near bestiality. There's everything. Every It's everything. Don't, don't watch hold up, it. Hold up. Hold up. Time on a kid. Yeah. Don't watch time it. out. I, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I try not to watch anything around my kids. Okay. Even though they see everything. Mm-hmm. But time out. Speaking of kids. What's up? Where we at, yo? Oh, uh, not and yet. I've been going for walks every single day after she Bro. got off work. Been going for walks. Oh, no, but we finally. Damn, I didn't want to tell you. Fuck, fuck it. I'll say it on here. Um, uh, We looking on Tuesday to get induced. They called oh, today. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They were shooting for the 27th. So if between now and, and Tuesday, if it don't happen, they're going to make it happen. Because the homie is not trying I to mudge. He's in the be moving the fuck around. Hot out, yo. Yo, he's in the incubator like DiCaprio. Yo, son. You know what I'm saying? Like DiCaprio. (laughs) And he loves Bad Bunny. Because you play Bad Bunny, she plays Bad Bunny when she's cleaning or whatever, doing something. That motherfucker be turning to that shit. So, yeah, I mean, it's (laughs) funny. You're in there going for walks. Yeah. I was like, I ain't. I was like, nah, he ain't here yet. Don't even leave yeah. Nah, nah. Y'all did go for walk. He ain't leaving. Yeah, nah. I was gonna tell y'all too. Um, quiet is kept too. Um, when I, I'm, I'm not. This ain't. For, it ain't for Facebook and none of that shit. I'll let y'all know. I'll whoa, let the whoa, whoa, chat. hold up, hold up. We still recording. I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all. You just my said quiet life, is kept. Like, I know, nah, but my, I know. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell y'all something else, Cameron. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, my God. I, I, I let my soul, I let my shit go out too much like that. I, I'm, but no, what I'm saying is, when this shit happens, don't expect it to be on Facebook. That's yeah, all. That's yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt, that, I don't that, do that anymore. I was like, he ain't gonna be all over Facebook with it. He'll tell some chat. Bang, and then I'm gonna put in bold lettering: "Do not post this." And if we do, we just gotta throw hands, and that's it. So <laughs> it's just that simple. Whether it's layout or. My nephew or any of them, but nah, you know what I mean. We gotta throw hands. That's all. We just gotta throw hands. Come get some cake and then get these hands. Yes, you know, a little headbutt. I might bite you on your ear. You know, word. But yeah, nah, that's what I'm saying. It's just between fam. That's all it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's fam's business. It ain't. It ain't the world's. To you know what I mean? It ain't a photo. It ain't a photo op for the fucking gram or Facebook and nah, nah. Word. Too old to be doing that shit. Sometimes I'll be in the streets with a baby. Mind your business. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But damn, I am so fascinated that he's going to watch. You ain't excited for him, Vinny? Bro, I'm pissed that it's like I ain't off tomorrow and we ain't doing it at the crib. Making yes. whole oh, that would be dope. That would, I would be dope. dope. If you want to make it a thong at the crib, I will definitely watch the first season. I've already put, that's how I used to put people on. I used to yep. invite people like nah, you gotta see this. This smoker. What we yeah. watching? Or, or, or even my house. Shit, you live closer to me and shit. And hey, man, we could do this. We could do watch. The only the only thing is, I don't have no time to sit down. Like go somewhere and sit down. Like I'm gonna be at work. I ain't uh, wanna say that. I ain't wanna say that online. But I'm gonna start watching it like at lunchtime tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then you know, when if I can get. By the way, depending on how it go, like I I might be able to. This is what if Game I of Thrones is. It. This is what Game of Thrones feels like. This. 
Our time's up. Mm, there's yes, a lot sir. of time that's going to be up in that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm telling you, Vinny. No, that's oh great. my god, man! The shit. Some yeah. of that shit was just like, like I'm and if talking I can, about. If I can get it on my iPad, then I can do oh, my good. job. If you got HBO Max, you're golden. If you got HBO Max, you're golden. Oh yeah, so I can watch on my iPad at work and do my job. Yeah, absolutely, you know what I mean? absolutely, man. Um, yeah, you're excited for you, bro. That's what's up. Yeah, indeed. Um, I wanted to touch on a subject. I wanted to touch on that bad boy subject, but we can we can table that again. <laughs> and, That's uh, a doozy, though. So you know, yeah, we gotta keep a, pushing it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. We gotta keep pushing it back. And I'm playing top ten buck wild beats. I was about to text him and ask him if he could jump on and give us a, a, a answer to that question that you had about like how many rappers and uh, like people in the music industry from back in the day got fucked for their publishing, but I would oh, have to I have to precursor it ahead of time with him because I know how yeah. I kind of know are how he, he is. Are hmm? you up on um, Better Call Saul? I'm not up on Better Call Saul. All right. Um, I'm going to just be quiet. Yeah, I don't, watch, I, I'm not up on it either. You haven't watched Breaking Bad? I of haven't course. seen either one of those shows. Okay. Oh. All right, so I'm going to table that remark by Bruce and for a minute and then I'll go to you Johnny with if you like Breaking Bad you'll love Better Call Saul it's, it's super dope it's, it's RC Breaking Bad but in a great way yeah I heard that that's yeah, how they intro good. that how they intro up all your local and all that shit they intro it all so, down there cause, cause at first you'd be like yeah I don't know and then by like the second third episode you're like oh okay and then they just elaborate on so much dope shit that like it's just like more Breaking Bad but in, in just a really really dope way and, and Bruce um shit after Thrones bro cause Breaking Bad is he, he has to do Thrones though man Thrones is is up there with Sopranos and The Wire and all that it's up there man damn yeah I, I put, special but I put Thrones Breaking Bad Wire they're all in the in the A class they're all in the top two they put saying, them with- um, they're putting saying, that with my show. They're saying one yeah. of those fight scenes, the uh, the long night. They're saying that was like one of the most expensive TV episodes ever shot in history. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. I remember hearing about that. Yep. Yeah. There, there's there's a lot of milestones that they they set during that show. So yeah, uh, I'm excited for the, the the prequel that we got, and it, it's really crazy because the Veracall Saul is like way of tackling prequels was really really incredible and not like patronizing like oh here's this guy remember him yay it wasn't yeah. like that at all it was just it made it was its own lane it was its own show and then we going from getting a prequel of Thrones and in September we're going to be getting a fucking spinoff for Lord of the Rings too which yes. is really exciting wow. because I need to watch The Hobbit uh mm-hmm was out, out my fucking mouth because those were so horrible I never even finished the third Hobbit movie. Really? I didn't either. I didn't either. You didn't like it? I hate it. Nah, I didn't like them either. Oh, I like the first you, one and the, I like the first two. The first one was okay. The second uh-huh. one, nah. And then them, them jumping, flipping around like fucking Yoda, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the second one. I know what you're talking about. Right. Second yeah. warning and I'm sitting there trying to stay awake and I'm like, Yo, I can't believe because I'm such a completist. Usually, if I start something, I just got like I gotta finish it. And yeah. I love Lord of the Rings trilogy so fucking much. Mm-hmm. But 
finish. I like I will one day, but I never even finished the third Hobbit movie because I just had enough. I was like, it's, it's, he had enough. Damn. Done. So you all right? So you didn't even get past the dragon. The dragon was in the second one, right? Yes, but the third one is when you he gets busy. Yes, but it wasn't. Oh, you didn't it, get that far. That wasn't enough to bring me back to the third because the first two were so fast. Yeah, that was no. There was no biz of the e. I like for the me moment. either, or maybe because I was just such a big Lord of the Rings head that I put to put aside anything that I wouldn't have liked because I'm like, finally, I'm getting to see more of this world. I'm thinking yeah, maybe yeah. that's what it was too, because I know what you part you talking about when they were escaping in the wheelbarrows and all that, and they were just bouncing all around, and they just look like yeah. they just look like um the seven that dwarfs. They just look like the seven dwarfs, kind of in certain parts. And then some of it looked like you were playing the Lord of the Rings PlayStation Four game when Legolas was fighting the the one. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. It looks like I wish it looked as good as the PlayStation Two game. <laughs> 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 yeah, it made you say, "Oh, <laughs> yeah!" I, I found a top ten Buckwild instrumental, so that's what we going with to, you know, round <laughs> shit out. I'm just, it, it just, it just keep coming up on YouTube. You know how you go down a rabbit hole, you find something, you click oh, on, yeah, it? yeah, shit. I Yo, mean, YouTube have you doing that, man? YouTube and whatever these little short videos are to be on, you know, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever. It be. 9.30, you look up, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Rabbit hole. going down a rabbit hole. Yep. Absolutely. That's why I start putting my phone down. Put your phone, everybody listening, put your phone down. Oh, trust me, I had a thing about that too, uh, a hypothetical, like you want to see a viral pandemic, let TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, and Instagram go down oh for my eight days straight. You know how many teen suicides there would be because they don't have their dopamine fix of getting likes? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! My life yeah. is over because I can't look at my phone and take selfies. You know what I mean? Yep. That would it's crazy. Sense. It's crazy to think about. Yo, man, you have any? Idea? I think I said that before. I said if they just like made Wi-Fi, they was like, "Yo, Wi-Fi three hundred dollars." What are we gonna do, bro? I tried to put my girl's daughter on the TV, Herman. We were watching Big Adventure. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> And it kept her attention for like 20 minutes max. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just record this and put it on five minute TikTok videos. So you yep. do. Yep. Damn. That's crazy. Their attention span is that short, though. You know, oh, uh, along that about attention spans, you know what keeps kept my attention the whole movie last night? That fucking Lightyear what? movie. I, I need to see that. Everybody keeps saying that. I heard it was trash, but then everybody that I trust said it was good. Yeah, I've heard so many mixed reviews. No, that shit was good. That shit was good. Yeah, um, Frank. Say what? Yes. Uh, the Predator's um, prequel. Frank. Oh yeah, in the old times. Yeah, it came out already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching that when we get August. Off. August fifth. Yeah. Oh Hulu. shit. Oh shit. I'm watching that. Psst. I'm gonna watch that right now. When we get off. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah bro. Oh, because it's in prehistoric times, right? What's that? Uh, Colonial times, almost. Okay, it, colonial times. Like the Native Americans, but there are colonials there too. So okay, so during their invasion, I'm assuming, yeah, during during their seventeen fifteen. Okay, yeah. so okay, good. Then One I, of their conquests. Thank, thank you for giving me a movie to watch tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny, you, yo. You, you spoke it up, Bruce, the one time. 
Um, yeah. Well, Diana brought it up too, though. She was all like, what if you're doing the pod and I just come down and start waving like, yo, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, we just talked about that. I was like, yo, that should fuck around and happen right on air. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, it's probably a fucking mom. Don't overthink it. Yeah, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so don't overthink your pregnancy. No doubt. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I record an episode right from in the in the in the in the uh in the Oh, she kill you, bro. <laughs> she would kill you. No, nah, the funny thing is she actually wants to re- like have it recorded, the situation, and I'm like, I'm gonna be up there and supporting you. The I'm like, situation. I'm not gonna be down there. You know what I mean? I, I don't want I don't know. Yeah, you don't wanna see that. It's gonna uh, ruin it for you for a while. Mm-hmm. I would say, uh, say, say, you would say what? North of the border. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. I like do. I do like how they explained it though. Now, like when kids are born, like before, you just be kids come out and just bright ass light is on them. And they just put them on a fucking glass table with a sheet. And now uh-huh. they don't. They make you stay on the mother. Yeah, the whole time, pretty much. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, I've been in both ends of the spectrum and it wasn't good. Mm. I can tell you that. I heard some bluish, purplish fluid comes out, or what is that? Yeah. And if it tears, never want to see it again. Mm. That that matches this. You got a story to tell. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I definitely will have a story to tell when, when that shit when it happens. When that shit happens. And I was a I was a fresh sixteen. I'm talking about Turn sixteen two two weeks prior. Damn, you was busting nuts early as fuck. Hey man, that was stupid. Let me just call <laughs> it. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing cool about it. I was stupid. The Crusader. <laughs> For those of that True. don't know, that, Yo, that was perfect. That's that was hilarious. <laughs> That was the absolute crusader. <laughs> mm, y'all remember this, the Rock On remix on Dubious? Mm-hmm. See, this is the music I like. This, these are the beats I like. Yeah, shout out to Buck. Shout out to Buck big time. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, man. Hip-hop, you could be in a fucked up mood. Like, you had the grimy face earlier, and now look at you. Now you're yeah. jamming. You know what I mean? Yeah, yo. It's, it's universal, man. You know how many people I've met like overseas or just people just in general circles. You be at the barbershop, somebody bring up an artist and then we all just start talking. We don't know we don't know each other. Yeah. hmm Music, yo, hip hop. There you go. Top ten DJ quick beats. I ain't gonna know half of these. Let me give the West Coast some love though. Shit, I wanna hear what this what, what his ten top ten joints is. Pitching on a party. The West Coast always had that party boom, clap. Boom. Clap. Yeah, DJ Quick, DJ Quick don't get as much credit as he should as well. Yeah, but then that's but that's me and my not, lack of knowledge why I want I don't put him up there because I'm not up on like West Coast G Funk outside of the Death Row era and the Warren G and all them. You know what I mean? Man, that quick. was just like um oh um what's the Warren G Super Soul Sis the girl rapper? Oh yeah, um the twins. Uh, no, Josh Skills and Josh um, Skills. That's what's her name. Josh, it's, it's another one. Josh Skills and uh, man, what is her name? It was two of them. Yeah, them two. Yeah, they were they were dope. They had that song on the Set It Off soundtrack. Yep, the, yep, yep. the heist, man. Yep, it's the super, the duper, the Land Cruiser super. Two jacks, not playing, not thinking I'm around like yeah. the duper. 
Yeah. Yeah. She was, yeah. I got more subscribers than HBO or Cinemax. Mile after mile after style after style. Cracked open all the vows. Who I gotta use doubt. Yeah, she was ill. You need. I think you might know more verses than I do. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. I know verses I know verses that I want to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, it, if it's certain shit that I really, really like, like I could recite cellar dwellers, certain cellar dweller shit, certain mm-hmm. showbiz and AG. If it's something that I vibe with, Master Ace, the Slaughterhouse, I could damn near do that whole album. Nah, that's Johnny, you know, it's like if Johnny plays something, he has it memorized. Like I never <laughs> casually I've never heard him casually play go to a show or listen to anything that you don't have memorized. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've gone to, I've gone to concerts where I was just a fan, but not like I don't have the whole fucking, Oh, you know, any of their whole albums fucking memorized. Mm. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. When me and you were both out front for Cuban link, we knew every fucking word. Come on. Yes, but I could say that about almost every concert. Uh, no, every concert you've ever been to ever. And I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you, there's you a know I can, you know, do that. But, like, it's crazy. Every fucking song. Like, you just I watch that concert. You know, every word, every Yo, time. I get borderline hoarse, yes. If it's a song that I really, really like, when we, all right, when we are, the only time we, all of us ever saw Nipsey, me, Vinny, Preston, Dula, uh, who else? Uh, two other people with us, and well, y'all went to see Nipsey too. We saw Nipsey. I wasn't. Damn. There. You wasn't there, Vinny. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not Nipsey. Fuck, you wasn't there. Uh, and Gilly the Kid and Young Chris and them, they was they came out for him, but Gilly opened up for him, and uh, he came out to uh, uh, smoke some flight. Let's all get right. It's the realest thing we're in your fucking life. That shit. I I went horse. Damn near singing that song. <laughs> it was just crazy. It was that one and uh Keys to the City. That was Yeah, when one. we went to that when we went to the Black Star show, uh the the young lady that was standing beside me, she knew every word too. That was impressive. Man. Because she didn't look like she didn't belong there at all. But she knew every single word. That shit, man. It's it's just certain, like you said, man, like certain things that they just grab you like you'll never forget them. Like, I could recite Reminisce Over You right now backwards with my eyes closed, drunk. Easily. I could recite Troy like like it's nothing. And P-Rock's verse on P- For Pete's Sake, the, you know, here comes the ill one, bust the way I flip it. I collect the mm-hmm. loot and I knock the boots. Smooth dark brother before there be caught a chocolate. Is that the first time he got on the mic? Cover. Um, on the EP, I think that was his first time, yeah. Like that's the first time I heard him. Yeah, yeah. I want to say yeah. I, I'm wondering if it, that was CL telling him to, you know, get up on it more. And he's doing a 30 year run right now, yo. He's on tour. CL Smooth is on tour right now doing. I see that Mecca and the Soul Brother with an orchestra. And Dude, I that's see dope. It. I want to go see it. It's uh October something, that's but dope. it's a drive though, man. If any of y'all down to go, man, it's it's like south of. Uh, DC, a little south of DC, like going damn. Oh, that's not a drive. I know. To me, it is though. To me, anything over three to four hours is a drive. You said a drive. I was thinking like seven hours. No, 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 no. That's light work. Okay, okay. Shit, you drive back then. I'll drive there. Vinny knows light work. Then again, I'll be so hype after that show. I will drive back up myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we getting pulled over if you drive it. Depends. If I got the Waze app, no. (laughs) <laughs> no, we get pulled over because you're going to be hype, speeding. 
Nah, <laughs> think about it. All right, Vinny, uh, let me see. Me, you. Was that me, you, and Dula went and saw Freddie Gibbs in Maryland, and we thought Benny and, and Conway were supposed to open up for him, and they didn't? Right. Yeah, there was, I was hyped after that, too. Yeah. That, that was, was that shit. Uh, I, I think, think that was last concert before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And then the one that we were the most like, like we walked away from it, like, eh, was actually the fucking Wu Tang one. That was that was the most probably one of the most disappointing yes. concerts versus how high we were going in. You know what I mean? Like, yes. It, it, oh man, that was that was that was bad, man. That was bad. Don't front. You know what sucks is it wasn't it wasn't just the serious situation. They they just weren't they weren't on. Yeah, you could tell that like some of them are like, I'm doing this because I have to. Method Man just does it because he loves it. But some of them were just like they're like, all right, this is close to home, so fuck it, I could drive right up from Atlantic City. Let me just get this quick check and be out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rizzo was all for it because he pretty much owned it, all of it. <laughs> it would have to be at a like a club type, a theater type venue. I don't want them. See, but you got yeah. to see Young Woo too though. You got to see them here when they were fresh still. Nope. Even even on that show, Old Dirty wasn't there. That motherfucker was alive, then. <laughs> oh shit! I met Old Dirty when I was working at Hershey Park. <laughs> All right, he, he signed, now you got a story autograph. to tell. Now you got a story yeah. to tell. Yo, he signed an autograph on um because I was I was still kind of young then. Okay, I was still kind of young, so I was sweeping up the park, and I picked up a napkin, and I'm standing there as Old Dirty. I'm like, oh, dirt, whatever. Signed the napkin, wiped boogie on it. <laughs> it's dirty, yo. That's when he was living here. He was living in Harrisburg for a minute. I heard he got a baby mom's hair. Yeah, that's crazy. Now that's a story for your ass. Oh yeah, I, w- I wanted to ask you about that. When you said you said crooked, I used to live here. Yeah. When the fuck was that? He was he was on um he was on Combat Jack show talking about how he lived at three 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 Kelker. Mm. Oh shit, uptown. Yeah. Yep, and it's crazy because I remember when he first came out in Death Row, and I was like, "Why does that dude look so familiar? Like, like he looked like he was from around the way." Mm. So I'm sure I might have ran into him at some point. Not you know, not me personally, like ran into him, but I feel like I saw him somewhere. So when he said that, I was like, "Maybe that's maybe that's why," because I used to walk around the city around the time he said he was here. I just had fresh batteries. He was a nomad. Hey, CDs, he was just traveling. Yeah, I was just, you know, they used to call me headphone guy because I used to just walk the city. If I wasn't working, I would just walk the city and listen to music. And if something new, if new shit came out, mm-hmm. that's all I would do. Walk the city and just, just take in all my new music. Speaking, yep. speaking of Crook, what's it, what are your thoughts on the latest saga? Because I know you saw it. Man. <laughs> I want to know. For those you of you know, who don't know, for those of you who don't know, hold on, let me, pre- let me preface it real quick. For those of you who don't know, you know, after the whole debacle with, you know, the rise and fall of Slaughterhouse and everything, Crooked uh, Royce went on Math Hoffa's episode and he was speaking on the situation and he gave his you know, pers- uh, perspective post like after all of that shit was over. So I guess Crooked, I felt like he had something to say because he felt like Royce was like challenging his business acumen. And then so he got on a live him and Joel to announce a new album coming out called Harbor Boys. Ain't that what it's called? Yeah. It, come, it comes out in like two weeks, September 15th or something. 
And Listen, was, man. What you think about it, though? Because I know you had to see that clip. I saw it in real time. So Look, Royce is my guy. All right. I've been saying this for a long time. Royce is my guy. But right now, I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Like, he just sound like he just making excuses at this point. Talking through that like, straw. It, it, it sounds like there's, yeah, it sounds like there's more to it. And he really don't want to get into it because he feels like he might get clowned. Mm. It just, it sounds real, it sounds real crazy. He was mentioning shit too, like that Kirk had. Um, Joey disses in the in the in the tank ready to go and shit. And Cook's like, I've never written uh, a Joe diss record and and shelved it. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And yeah. it's just because Royce brings this up, like what we, we like three months out from all the shit settling down. It's like, what do yeah. you get to bring that shit up again? It don't make any sense. Like, why you got you, an album coming out. Why aren't you worried about making music? Like, you know, he's not, it's like, he's not making any, it's, it was really weird. It's like Royce, and I love Royce, but it's really kind of hard to be a fan right now because every time there's beef, it's, it, none, nothing with Royce has to do with music anymore. Now um, it's all, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, why are you, what did why, are say? you why are you, why are you, Battling Lupe with memes instead of bars. Yeah. Are you battling Crook or Joe Joel with interviews instead of like music? Like it's so weird. Like why aren't you making music? Why are you constantly just doing lives talking about this shit? It's just I don't understand where he's at mentally. It's, it's bizarre. I hope he's not, but Ryan seemed like he drunk again, man. Like he fighting the demons or did something. Y- did, y'all see the whole did y'all see the whole Math Hoffa interview? I ain't watched I the whole thing. I did. And it's just him and that straw. I was just like, dude, put the straw down. Like he was hiding like like did he have something on his lip or something? Like he literally kept like his hand on his mouth the whole time. Like and I was yeah. like, What is what's is up with that? Like, is that like just some weird like like a vice or something you have or something like yeah something like 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 instead of like how people blow on vape pens all the time because they can't smoke yeah, or something. like like my dad when he quit smoking he had like a pen cap that's not constant because it was like orification that mm-hmm. that's yeah that's what i'm saying it must have been something like that but but it, it seems like i was like i hope royce doesn't go from supreme god level lyricist to gimmicky dude talking about shit i feel like more, that's where we're going like like game i want to transition to you know a podcast fucking celebrity instead of a rapper. I think that's where we're going, yo. I think we're going to the clown, the clown ass. I want to say clown because Royce is not clowning. He just... I I guess he has his own perspective and he sticks by it to it. But he kind (laughs) of answered my question, though, too, on there. When he when he was all like, well, like a lot of people would be like, well, why do you always take up for Eminem so much? He was like, because that's my friend, and that's what I'm supposed to do. That kind of no shut that kind of shut me up to a certain extent. But then it was just like, all right, so he's just well, your, friend, your friend, even, too. Yeah, and is is he even your friend? Even let's say if even ten years down the line, even if some racial shit really does come out about him, was he still you just your friend, and you're still going to defend him to the end? And then and he I, was sort of beefing with him for a while, yes. like oh four oh five. Yeah, yeah, he talked about that too, and shit. And he was saying yeah. the liquor. It's so much that it's more like if somebody says something about him, like you don't even give him a chance. He's he's the first one to respond. It's like, yeah. yep. It's like it kind of takes away. It makes it almost makes like M look weak sometimes because it's like, hold on, like I'm, I don't need you to you know jump in for me, even if I don't mm-hmm. want to respond to it, you know. He don't. He don't have to. 
especially if he's not asked. Like, yeah. I can see it. Like, how do you feel about game this and M? And he responds. But it's like, he'll game will just M and then Royce will be the first one to go in and say, like, blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. and game, I don't even think he really spoke on, on the game too much. But otherwise, it's like Royce will, it's almost, and the thing that sucks about it is everybody knows that this and M or saying anything about M will get you attention. So defending him will get you attention too. So it looks a little disingenuous. Yeah, true, true. Another thing too, though, <laughs> of all that happening too, you, did you hear what Joel said? He was like, the only one, <laughs> he, he indirectly was kind of saying, the only one that kept they shit, like put all that shit to bed was Joe. Of all people was Joe because they met him in person yeah. in New York after that happened. And he was like, and he kept, he stick to his word. He hasn't said nothing else about it. He hasn't spoken yep. nothing about it. He tabled it. And that was it. That's the irony. I know. The emotional one. And Royce is the one not letting it go. Bomb. Yeah. I just hope it, I think doesn't Royce become a gimmick. I just hope it. he doesn't become a gimmick. I think Royce is mad because he was like, they ain't going to do that. Like he's saying it's a surprise. I don't think it was a surprise. I think they probably, uh, was was talking about doing it. He was like, he ain't doing it without Joe. And either Crook or Joel was like, whatever, we'll just do it without y'all. And Royce was probably like, whatever, y'all ain't gonna do that. And they did it. You know what I mean? Like it. it he still so he's kind of salty. Hurt. Yeah, he still sounds somewhat hurt. And and I get that. I get that. But at the same time, man, look, I'm gonna tell you what. If we all in a group, and then one of y'all just dip out and say you retired when we still in a high high value man look I'll ask you if you want to come back but if the fans still want us we got to deliver See? the show go on yo and then you're gonna just say stop acting like girls 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 <laughs> girls <laughs> no, we, can't, we can't say that no more because they're just as strong and as powerful as we are yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think Royce is looking at it too much in the business aspect. Like, man, there was so much money still to be made, but nah, not if y'all aren't on the same page. It's four, you know, if, if three, if three of us own a pizza shop, and we we can't do it all together, and one of us decides just to open our own pizza shop, and we gotta let the other one that was more successful go, then you just gotta knock it up to that wasn't meant to be because you know if you in a group. <laughs> You always got to look at the possibility that one day, you know, it might not work out and y'all might go your separate ways. That's why you have a solo career on the side. That's why virtually every rap group, you know, has done solo projects because there's always situations where you wait on somebody to be, you know, Hmm. getting a deal. And so I was like, all right, I'm not waiting for him. I'm just going to get in there now. Then when we're ready to do a joint together, then the time is right. So... Hmm. To a certain extent, yeah. The only people Bro. I really see that don't have issues like this is the Locks. They're still staying true to themselves. Because the mean, Locks was already friends before they start rhyming. Well, that's true, too. They're, they're, but then at the same time, and bond. they don't have a Joe Budden. Yeah. They, they don't. don't have a... See, and, and the point Vinny made is perfect because he said Royce is looking at the business aspect. But why are you siding with the one person who don't care about the business right now? The only one that stopped the train was Joe. So if anything, you should be rocking with the other two. And if you don't want to call it Slaughterhouse, call it three quarters, three quarters slaughter, just like Joey did the uh, 
three quarter album. Three quarter slaughter something. Yeah. At this point, man, it, it don't even it don't even matter no more. I didn't hear the heaven experience. I think his confidence is shaking. That's right now. That's my thought. Royce's confidence is shaking. That's why he didn't answer Lupe. He 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 he, he jumped out the gate, said something to Lupe. He didn't realize Lupe was in shape as in shape as he is, and he was like, "Oh shit!" And then um, Mickey Fax really got him. So he's like, oh, hold up. Maybe maybe I ain't as sharp as I should be. Yo. So he just relying on, yeah, like, man, I'm not going back and forth with them. I, man, I'm not giving my energy to that. And you're saying that that's like a cop-out? Yeah, Royce, wherever you at, you better punch them bricks and get your mar- he got all into it with Lupe and, and all, like, from, from videos, from memes, from interviews, it was all up in Lupe's ass. And then when Lupe made yep. this pack, his response was, why would I go on wax with my brother? Yep. Like, wait, but you can mm. in every nah. other form of media except you for just wax. Call him a bitch and all this other nonsense. You can see all this shit in the videos and post memes and, and write paragraphs and, and dissertations about him, but on wax is that's the line. Yeah, Don't we got to get Royce. We got to get Royce big again. Pause. <laughs> he need to punch. The, he need to punch that question mark box and get himself a mushroom. He's stupid. <laughs> we need you to get back. Punch we need brick. you to get back, bro. Get them okay. bricks, bro. Um, have any of you seen the the this their documentary yet? Any parts of them yet? The murder. Angel. I haven't. I haven't. I've been uh, trying to watch them. I can't. I can't uh, get. It won't let me open it. Yeah, we I had can't to. Log we in. had to open it from the phone and then project it on the screen. Cause on the BT, uh, the BT app or whatever. Yeah, the BT app wouldn't work. It wouldn't work on my uh my computer at work. I don't it's know getting, what that is. It's getting good, and and I see everybody like mad at Herb because he's like getting in details about Ashanti thing. All that shit's marketing because all them all them uh, all the blogs and everything is picking it up. And y'all gotta realize this motherfucker just got nine figures. Yeah, to be back to to support any um, movie endeavors that he's going to do. Anything that he yeah. says is for entertainment purposes and marketing to get y'all talking to watch that motherfucking doc, and all of y'all are falling for it. Like I get he that, isn't but... into Ashanti no more for real. He's just saying his part, and he knows that that will be the juiciest part. One and two, he knows that she hasn't. Um, she, they don't rock with each other. So obviously, all right, what can I do to get people to watch my doc? Let me talk shit about her. <laughs> You can do that, but we don't know who Ashanti got in the tuck. She might have a man that ain't for play play. Okay. At all. And she and Irv got whatever's left of Supreme Team, but he's M's and M's up, though. He's not worried about that shit. He just wanted people to watch the doc. And in the doc, yeah. like the episode that came out uh, yesterday, he was still kind of saying stuff about this. This episode was more about like more from 2000 to 2003, right up until 50. That's oh, what this man. episode is about, the 50 and how um, almost signing Nas. This That's what this episode that just came out is like. I'm fresh watching it from uh, mm-hmm. two hours ago. But, I remember that, them almost signing Nas. Yeah, they were trying to equate that to the equivalent of like Pac going to death row. They were trying to bring Nas over there. But you, Jay's mm-hmm. man, and you're the one that produced Super Ugly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he he knew he was like, but it was a business. Was yeah, he was like, it was, it was he was like, I was wrong. He was like, I I totally like stabbed Jay Z in the back for no reason. Like he was like, you know, but it is what it is, man. That it's it's a good little. Well, at least you can if you can admit your fault. 
that's that's a that's oh, yeah. mature. Yeah, I'm pretty sure by now he's apologized to Jay, and even like him and Fat Joe was going at it on the internet, and then that even that got tabled too, though. That because they they all grown men, you know. What I mean, everybody, <laughs> got, everybody got everybody got grays in their in their fucking beards, except for Joe. He's like Joe, you messed up my for, money. Except for his whole thing has died, like Joey's, but you know. <laughs> In uh, in AA, he's done the twelve steps because every beef he's ever had, he's on some interview talking about how they swapped it. Like I don't think he has beef with nobody left. Who Joey? Yeah. No, Fat Joe. Yeah, Fat yeah. Joe. But that's what. But this is the funny thing. He's the one rapper that's not for play play. Like he will meet you somewhere. Like okay, fight me. And I think yeah. that's, I think that's part of why. I, yeah, I heard many of Bronx stories from street. I heard many of things like there was a fight. Mm-hmm. He fought Sunkiss, and it was many industry yeah. label heads around right there saying, "Please whoop his ass!" And he beat the dog shit out of Sunkiss, and Sunkiss wasn't no little dude. Sunkiss nah, was he like wasn't. Fifty Cent Brolic, and he beat the shit out of him. And all the industry dudes in that room were like, "Fuck, we can't yeah. get out of here." <laughs> And when he was talking about going to jail, and he was like, "Yeah, I went to jail for the one thing I didn't do. I should have went for so many other reasons. I couldn't even be mad." Oh my god, that's from what mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I heard that too because I heard the scariest thing back in the day was Fat Joe walking through a club with his with Terror Squad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like move, bitch, get out the way. Shit, but, but Charlie Rock, that type of dude in a way is going to be the type of dude that you know in his oh you know older age be like all right that was all that was all ridiculous you know mm-hmm. let's let's have a more peaceful you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. you used to see the the you know the like like mike tyson the most scariest motherfuckers one who wants to keep the most mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And both times i met fat joe he was cool as shit the one time i met him when i was 18 and the other one time when i was like 29 when he had that show at that holiday inn over there where wanda's used to be Okay, and it was him and Tony Sunshine. He was cool right there. He was standing right there. I went up, gave him dap and everything, and and I was kind of hanging out with Tony Sunshine for a minute. And then the first mm-hmm. time, the first time I was eighteen. Uh, remember when he had that show with the Lost Boys in '95? Yep, at Club Met, and somebody got laid out in the middle of the street. I was at the whole. I was working at the Holiday Inn, and him and Big Pun got out, and uh, he came up to like where the, where the bathroom was at, and it was right by the restaurant. And that was when I first seen how big he was. I think I told this story before, but it was like a, um, there was like a big ass piece of prime rib there, like you could cut or whatever. And yeah. I was working right there, so he grabs me and he puts me like in front of it, and he was like, "Do not let Big Pun see that." Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still, and I still regret. I said this before. I'll say it again. I still regret to this day that I did. I was so starstruck more off Pun than Joe that I didn't say shit to Pun. Yeah. And mm. I said I talked to Joe for a while and shit. And then once I started speaking Spanish, she was like, "Oh shit, you one of us." Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember that part though, where he just came up and he was he was asking me about the venue and shit. And I'm 17. I don't know what the fuck Club Met looks like and shit like that. So, yeah. but but it just remember it was all like he just looked inside the restaurant. And I was like at the doorway of the restaurant because I was the host, and he was just like. He like kind of like just grabbed me by my shoulders and like moved me just a little bit, like two steps to the left, and was like, "Yo, do not let Pun see that." Like he would eat that whole prime rib, the whole prime rib. And I was like, "Shit!" But yeah, he's always been like a cool dude and shit. But the whole Cuban link thing is is just crazy. But you know, yeah, shit happens. But that motherfucker has so many 
so much history within this hip hop music, even the music business part of it. That motherfucker's yeah. a walk a walking legend. Say you know, hate him or love him, you know, and without even, doubt, even even and I think he kind of did some foul shit with with Pun's kids, but you know. I don't know. I, I don't think they should have been in the shelter. But if the if the wife is the one that fucked up the money, I don't know. But I don't know the that's story. The you know what I, I, mean? I don't see. know. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I want to know the true story about that. But fuck it. Uh, yeah, y'all need to watch that Murder Inc. doc, man. That shit is is insane. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that in uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, it got um it got Leor in it. It got Nas in it. It got Jay Z in it. Of course, Jai and all them usual suspects. Charlie Baltimore's in it. Vita's in it. Oh. And cannot Game of Thrones, huh? <laughs> he was listening. Who always in Murray? That's, and that's what I was. I was right like, hold on, hold on. Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh my bad. Oh, it sounded like I was saying that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, do not say it. <laughs> Yo, Joe was swinging that mace, son. I know, right? <laughs> my bad. Yeah, that was good. My bad. That was a good moment. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, any other subjects we want to, uh, uh, before we wrap up, anything we, we really need to get to and shit, we, we fuck that. We're going to do the bad boy shit next week, but that, that topic that Jay came up with about traveling, though, that one, I wanted to talk with Bruce about because you used to work at an airport. So you travel yeah. many a spots. Yeah. Shit. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that. I texted him to see if he was uh, available, but he ain't answer. So I'm going to leave a last remark. Okay. We said it was almost hoodie season, and Ooh. Gaia was like, "Nah, bro, it's going back up to ninety. Yes, it is. Now these kids is rocking the hoodies, but I ain't doing that. They're rocking the hoodies with Crocs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, charms in them. Say what? Yeah, yo, they got the little Hello. little uh, charms. Yes, yeah. They put in her Crocs. Yes. Yep. Yeah, my kids got them. Pause. Sound like he said charms to put in their crotch. Like, whoa, wow. Whoa. <laughs> you know what? You never know with these kids. Hey, yeah. yo. You never you never know. I I heard about uh the kids that even the dudes was uh soaking tampons and, and like whiskey or whatever and putting them in their ass so they can get high during the day. I mean be drunk during the day. Ouch. You ain't hear that? Fuck no. <laughs> Thank God. Ask Shameen, ask Shameen. she might know. I'm not asking no fucking. I'm, I'm not, I didn't mean that. Like she might know, she might be into that. I'm saying like you know what she mean? might know. Hey, yo, Shamim, what you know about that? Tam- what about drunken tampons in your cooch? Like what the fuck? <laughs> nah, she might. Yeah, think that about it, Vinny. That, that didn't come across. Let me, let me. That was that was crazy. That was crazy. That was bad. an extreme pause. Hold up. Nah, what but is- she might have. She might have heard that. Yeah, wait, hold up. Is Sylvester Stallone a superhero? Yeah, a Samaritan. Is that a real comic yeah. book thing? Or is that I just something they made? It. I never heard it. Okay. Damn. All right. I'm sorry. I just saw that. Yeah, I'm not asking to me about tampons and liquor filled tampons. I'm not. <laughs> no. No thanks. Shit. Wait, what grade <laughs> she in? She going to? She tenth. going to tenth grade? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. They. She at least heard of it. She heard of it before. I'm sure. I don't know because she's she hangs with a bunch of awkward kids and socially awkward kids. Yo, these kids be knowing way more than we think they know. True, uh, nah, true. way more. True, I feel you. I feel you. That's how I found out from kids mm-hmm. telling me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-mm. Like, what you know about them tampons, Shane? I'm like, I don't know nothing. Yeah, I. Mm-mm. Jesus, why don't you just. They say it is like goes right into your bloodstream, apparently. Why don't you just shit, drink liquor, sneak your dad's liquor like you're like a, a normal kid? Shit. Yeah, man, these kids is advanced, bro. We. Nah, these kids is extra. These but it's kids growing up, he's putting Sprite bottles and call it a day. Now mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, because it, it, it ain't on your breath. You can't smell it. You know what I mean? Like, these kids are smart, man. Very. I want to get off of this subject. I don't want to think about that shit. Well, I'm going to leave this episode off with, uh, this is a what? Top 10 Daz Dillinger beats. This is that shit. Oh, speaking of, speaking of Daz and corrupting them. Do you remember the old, uh, Big Les Rap City episode when Biggie was on it, where he said corrupt is the best? Yes. He was. There was. They, say that again, really? Yeah, I remember. Corrupt is rappers, rappers. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I remember Big Les was asking him, and he was like on the couch, all leaned back and shit, and it was nope. just like. So when who was you, your... when you, earlier about Crook? I was just thinking about how back to how you always talk about that East Coast bias. Like that's always my favorite West Coast artist is ones that sound like they from the fucking East Coast, so whether it be yeah, yeah. you know, Crook, Crook. Game. Like all, all them cats really kind of sound like they from East Coast, or probably partially because they spent time here, or like we're from here and moved over there. It's like it, it. There's a class of West Coast rappers that have that East Coast sound to them. That souls of mischief, yeah, hieroglyphics yeah. In, uh, as a West whole. Because like it's something about West Coast rappers over West Coast beats that just doesn't always do it for me. But East Coast rappers rapping over those beats. Is, it sounds better mm-hmm. just like how to me it always sounds better when Park or somebody would rap on like East Coast beat like Ambitions of Riders the last, is not at all a fucking West Coast beat and that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite pop yeah. songs because that's like mm-hmm. yo I want a whole album like this where he's rapping over East Coast shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree I agree it's just it's just because where we what we grew up to like I could tell that their influence is all like Clinton, Parliament, Funkadelic and all that stuff because like even though this is a stupid reference, but even though like like when I watch Snowfall and you see like in the 80s, that's all they listened to. They didn't really listen to really no yeah. rap. It was mainly right. just like Cause them, the West Coast parties was probably legendary in the 80s. Man. Yep. I'm telling you, this is one of the dopest dad's beats ever. Yeah. Oh my God. This reminds me my brother came home and we had this soundtrack, and it was him and a bunch of these other out-of-town cats, and they had a mail truck with no <laughs> windows. And I remember we went up to the park when it used to be right there at Pembroke before yeah. they tore down the basketball court right there. Yeah. Right before you start going up the hill, right right down the hill from the, uh, from the high. There used to be a basketball mm-hmm. court right there where that little plaza is now. And uh, we went there, and they, they were in the weed smoke, and I wasn't. But I just remember being in the truck with them, no windows in this mail truck. And they were passing blunts clockwise and counterclockwise. And, and your then, eyes was burning. Oh, my God. And then had the nerve to get out and said, let's go play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's it slow motion. Oh, my God. That was the wackest ball game ever. Shit. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, anyways, yo. Anyways, man. Good old days. Very, very good old days. You're always going to hear a hip-hop reference on this podcast, and you're always going to have a, a story from sometime back in the 90s. You don't like it? Get the fuck out.
But uh, <laughs> there's been another episode. Probably next time I'll be an actual father instead of just a, uh, like you know I'll be a biological. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll see. Maybe I'll do tales yeah, from the, tales from the hospital. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah, but, man. As usual, thank you, uh, fellas, uh, for, for rocking out with me. Absolutely. Yeah, I always think I always think that Vinny, like you do, you do Layel's joint on Monday nights, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I know that's the one that you specifically get on. That's why I, I, I always try to shift it, and then I, I never know about Wednesdays. But yeah. But uh, thank you guys. I'm gonna leave it with these uh, Daz Dillinger instrumentals and shit. Um, no doubt. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, stay tuned. If anything happened, man, I'm gonna just put water drop emojis in there so you know it's going to. <laughs> Yeah, that's what. Pause, Pause, like right. Yeah, because that could mean that, or that could mean the whiskey tampon. We exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking too. (laughs) Teeth before it. Exactly. (laughs) Word. (laughs) Leave it with the uh, let's play house instrumental. Thank y'all for listening and all that. This is crazy. I used to think this was cheesy, but until I heard Nate Dog saying. Nah, this was fire. This was the dog. The dog food album was top tier for me. Yeah, I remember a USA Today article came out saying that that was the raunchiest album ever at that time. Like literally, it yeah, it probably like was almost banned from everywhere. But it was like the raunchiest, dirtiest shit you've ever heard in your life. It that, probably that, was. That's the one. There was a couple tracks on there. The bomb ass pussy joint. That yeah. was the one. And you hear Snoop going, oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but then again, West Coast yeah. was always into that. Weren't they always into like the crazy sexual joints, skits and all that? Yeah. They were always into that shit. The doctor's office, another one. Uh, what was For the sure. one? What was the one NWA skit? It was a couple of them. Well, there was too many in NWA albums. Yeah, they had a lot of them. Shit. I thought Luke was the worst, but nah. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. Was it the Mac 10 and the Dog Pound on the uh, Rhyme and Reason soundtrack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're going to leave it with this one. So next time, everybody, this has been another episode of the Don't Overthink It podcast. Thank you for hearing, um, listening to some uh, 40-year-olds, you know, talk shit from a, a little town that don't have a baseball team, football team, or hockey team. Uh, <laughs> major anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Coming from a, from, a, from a town that's the capital of Pennsylvania, but you wouldn't know that. You would think it's Philly. Uh, <laughs> thank you for rocking out. Till the next time. Peace. Peace.